This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap, episode 83. This is Rajeshri Sen. And this is Abhinandan Sekhri. Welcome to another action-packed week. And this time, both of us have done our homework and we have the following for you. We have the Video Music Awards that Rajeshri watched. We have... A new podcast by BBC World. Kalki Minded Life. Yes. Then we have, I don't know how to pronounce the word. Ghoul. Not Gaul. Not Gaul. Okay. Uh, Netflix's new show starring Radhika Apte. And what else do we have, Rajshri Sen? We have some trivia and interesting comments on Indian Idol and other reality shows. And then we have Crazy Rich Asians. Which no, we don't. Because, because neither, yeah. so we have nothing to say about it except that why the fuck is not is it not released here when it's been getting awesome reviews all over the world. And Rajshri watched a film called Alpha, which you which, have... Yeah, which I have a lot to say on. And then a little bit on art. And yes. what is art and what is like... College of Art and what is College of Art? Yeah, because we don't know which this is falling into. And also we have... Falling uh, into being the operator. Yes, ah. and we also have 5 million uh, correct answers to Rajshri's easily Googleable question. So let's get straight into Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap. So Rajshri Sen, before we start, I have a complaint with our listeners. Uh, because I, after That's long a long time... sorry, good note to start with. It's a good note, yeah. yeah. My complaint is that after a long time, I listened to all the podcasts of News Laundry mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend to see how we're doing because I'm so sick of hearing my own voice. I've stopped listening to Hafta and Awful and Awesome. And I realized that um, my diction sucks. But I don't like saying that because I feel you're sensitive and you're... Not at all. In fact, I Not take criticism all. very well. What is this Meghna Desai diction you're doing now? Because <laughs> I was eating up half my words. Even I couldn't fucking understand what I was saying. Basically, when Rajshri spoke, it had the clarity of crystal. A clarinet. Of a clarinet. <laughs> but the content was a bit like Anu Malik. Too but much. when I spoke, it was just this... Opposite. G- garbled kind of bluff of cuss words like spittle flying around and just someone talking into, inside his mouth. So the content of Shakti Kapoor and the diction of Bapi Lahiri. Like that. Nice. So, and it's a na- good no one who listens to this podcast said, Abhinandan, we don't, we can't hear what you're saying because I could understand what I was saying. So do send us your feedback and if you're screwing up, let us know. Don't let us note. know too much. No, no, please let, let us know. know. <laughs> Be completely unrestricted with your criticism. We can take it in the jaw. But let's discuss uh, Kalki. My Indian Life. Rajshri Sen, have you heard it? I heard the promo. And then uh, then you said that you're listening to it. So I thought that... But the promo didn't hook you enough to want no. you to listen. Are you a major podcast listener? No. So okay. I need to read something or I need to watch something. I'm from a younger generation. So my concentration <laughs> span is a little short. You remind me of when I had gone to Bombay to make films. And even when I was here in Delhi... All these rich South Delhi kids who say, uh, what are you, yeah, I'm working on a f- script. I want to make a film. I said, really? So which is the last film you enjoyed? Oh, I don't watch Bollywood films. So you're one of those. You no. want to make a film, but you don't watch films. No. So you want to do a podcast, because but you don't I'm listen to podcasts. Because I'm not rich and I'm not from South Delhi. I'm from small town, Calcutta. But and you don't I've... listen to podcasts, but you present one. Because I'm very good at things that I don't practice. Okay. So um, Kalki Kekla 
Okay, club. We've learned her uh, surname because we had to hear it like 45 times. So. To, so the one thing that I got right after listening to this podcast, it's called My Indian Life. It's by BBC World Service. It is apparently the first foray into Indian podcasts. Okay. Um. So first Kalki, uh, they've chosen a Bollywood star. Fair enough, because that's the only way you get a lot of publicity and mm. they have got a lot of publicity. Yeah, yeah, they've got a lot. I don't know whether it's because of their PR or whatever, but I've read lots of reviews. I've seen promos of it, people talking about so, it. So what are the reviews like? They're praising it. I haven't read negative reviews, but even the reviews did not engross me. So let's put it that way. So then here's your first negative review that yeah. you'll hear. So Kalki's a good conversationalist. Is that the correct word? Conversationalist? Yeah. Conversationalist. Is she a good conversationalist? Yeah, I think she's good. Uh, she uh, doesn't have that uh, Indian problem of being too patronizing. Like, Hena, chale. Oh, like that. Aega, chalo, dekhte hai, ye badhiya report. Hena, nidhi, bataye, ab kya ho raha hai wahan? And she doesn't doesn't over-explain. That I've seen in her interviews also. Like she's... Okay, that way, I I suppose she's a good conversationalist. But here, uh, the... uh, So so she's she's a good presenter. Now, the thing is that they've called it My Indian Life and not Conversations with Kalki, which would have been more appropriate considering, you know, the two podcasts, the two Hmm. episodes that I heard, uh, is what it is. Basically, um, I think this podcast fundamentally suffers from that one thing that most Indian um, content suffers from non-fiction content and even back when I was a documentary Hmm. filmmaker and including my own documentary films whenever Hmm. we used to go for festivals one thing very distinct in Indian documentary films was they were basically a 30 or a 50 or a 56 minute news report Hmm. as opposed to a news report which is 2 minutes or 3 minutes long on television that you interview someone, then there's a voiceover huh. or there's an explainer or there's text. Or even if there's no voiceover, there's just bites put together. It was like that, except it was 35 minutes long. And that's because um, nothing happened. The story didn't progress. Like, to give you an example, uh, I digress. There was this um, documentary called, uh, I think it was called Fire and Ochre, if I'm not wrong. Okay. It was about dam displacement uh, in um, in uh, Africa, I think in uh, Zambia, if I'm not wrong. Mm. And how that tribe actually fought back and blocked the dam from getting made. But that was okay. short over five to six years. So it showed... You know, the, the pool, land yeah. rover, the, those, uh, you know, cars and those land movers coming. Then those guys go to the New York to the UN appealing to it. Mm. And then, so there was, whereas the one on the Narmada Bachao, huh. like nothing happened. You saw Medha Patkar, then you saw a few other people talk, then there was a voiceover, then you saw some speech of Modi. Because it must have been shot in two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, it's also a function of budgets. I mean, yeah. you guys don't have the kind of money to follow a story. Huh. But the BBC does. So, yeah. You know, the first episode is... Um, so what is the format? She meets... What I got is that she will meet one person in each episode. Yeah. So the two episodes I mm-hmm. watched, one is a conversation with a guy called Ishan Hilal. And the other is a conversation with a theatre actor. And her name is Malika Taneja. So Malika Taneja actually, uh, as the kind of line says, uses mm-hmm. her own body in protest against gender inequality. So she like stands on stage absolutely naked. Where? Um, in India? No, I mean, the huh. in the conversation, it okay. obviously happened overseas, huh, clearly huh. not in India. Because over here, I can't it imagine was, this. Initially, uh, she said that she did it with her undergarments on, but huh. then later she shed those because hmm. she thought she was done. Okay. Uh, my point, the Ishan Hilal one, I think the problem was A... Um, I felt that could have been done in like half a day. It's like a conversation with Ishan Hilal. So she spends how long with them? It's I over don't know how a few long, days. But the, I, it, it doesn't explain. But Ishan Hilal is this male belly dancer 
Indian. Haan, so that's the promo I must have heard. Yeah. So um, my problem with um, both the episodes, but especially Ishan's episode, was that it was a conversation with him, then a conversation with his mother and with his father. Hmm. So I'm assuming it could have been done like a day. Yeah. So it's just calling it a podcast and make it a podcast. It's just an interview with three people. Yeah, like, which is together. it's like radio. Uh, so. Which is also fine, but uh, just you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. story. I don't see an evolution. And of how long is each episode? Is half an hour? No, it was more than half an hour. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it was long. Okay, okay. And um, the character also Ishan, he just seemed. After a while, I was like, dude, quit whining. Um, I understand that it's difficult being a male belly dancer in India, especially from a yeah. conservative Muslim family. But if your first 10 minutes are about I am a man who is 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 a man then I'm saying, okay, forget it. I don't want to listen to you anymore. So I just found it incredibly self-indulgent. It, if I didn't have to review it, I yeah. would have stopped listening in like 10 minutes. And the biggest problem is if you're calling it my uh, Indian life, yeah. it will be compared to my American, uh, This American yeah, Life yeah, yeah. and NPR. And if you listen to This American Life, the podcasts are about, like for example, Rajshri Sen, I'm, you can't think about this. Answer me like in five seconds. <gasps> my brain doesn't if work so you quickly. Had to, if you could pick between either of these two superpowers yeah. and you'd only get these, nothing else. Okay. Invisibility or flying, what would you choose? Invisibility. That means you have something to be ashamed of. What no. rubbish. Okay. <laughs> that means I'm sly and I want to know what everyone's doing. Yeah, you're a voyeur. I'm basically a voyeur. I've never denied it. <laughs> no, but my... Uh, uh, this America- I wouldn't fly because I would suffocate in the pollution. With the pollution, no? because imagine what would happen to me. Mm. Or I'd get hit by a drone. You didn't think this through that carefully. <laughs> Don't tell lies. <laughs> But, My brain is very quick. No, but it's really interesting how this American life, you know, I'm not even American. Um, no. Yet, no, I, I identify more with the stories they tell. Than with this. Than with either a woman who stands naked on stage, which yeah. is a gutsy thing to do. And it was interesting what she had to say. But I think most people have zero identity with that or with a male belly dancer. And the second exactly. thing is, it seems hmm. it's, I'm not sure if it's made for an Indian audience or an American or a foreign no, audience. No, it will be made for... Knowing BBC's uh, this thing, they will do it for international appeal now, which is why this Indian woman who takes off her clothes on stage is is newsworthy in an international this thing, purely because she's Indian for no other reason. But I don't think that's how the marketing has pitched it. But I, I will say that, you know, you don't have to tell an Indian audience that belonging to a lower middle class home in, you know, the old part of the city from Muslim home is very conservative. So for a guy from that house to become a belly dancer is, yeah. we get it, you know, but you have to, if they keep explaining it, then you, you, an Indian knows. Huh. You don't explain to an Indian. And, uh, you know, then Mike and I take a subject like, you know, and they'll take off from that um, whole um, yeah, superhero flying, thing. Yeah. And then they'll take it into a level of, you know, what kind of roles we pick for ourselves, what we want to be, what hmm. each of us believes we are special in our own yeah. way. And they tell a story which you all, everyone kind of heard, or one with, the, you know, the strained father-son relationships that hmm. many people have. So they take two case studies. They'll okay, take a case that, study yeah. of... Uh, universities, freedom of speech in universities, and hmm. how the far right groups are pushing back that. Okay. Yeah. Whereas uh, these are just interviews interview. of, you know, minor celebrities or reality show contestants or theater artists with Kalki. And that's, in my view, not a podcast. And it's a pity because usually a good story to be able to tell it is a function of resources. And I don't believe the BBC lacks no, no, resources. No, no, they've really put in a, a lot behind these shows. But so you would not 
listen to another episode out of choice no i would not listen to another especially the podcast market is so competitive you have such phenomenal podcasts out there which have a lot of effort has gone into telling yeah. that story and there's actually a story being told if i want to do an interview i'll just you know a karan johar's interview is more entertaining <gasps> So you saw the Video Music Awards, Rajshree Sen. What did you think? Uh, Whether it was two and a half hours long or was it three hours, I don't know. At one point, my eyes start glazing over again. So between Filmfare Awards and Video Music Awards and IFA, IFA I like my brain has become a little pebble right now. But so I usually like the VMAs hmm. a lot because it's. Uh, there's always someone is doing something which they are not supposed to do someone will come and flash on stage uh, what's her name uh, Cyrus Miley Cyrus hmm. will twerk with uh, this thing something outrageous will happen something over the top will happen and sometimes they have very good performances or a political speech will or happen or a political speech and they have really good performances usually so this time though none of that happened hmm. other than two things one was jennifer lopez got the uh, vma vanguard award it's called it's almost like not lifetime achievement but it's for achieving a lot by that age hmm. and she did this performance which lasted for i think 12 or 15 minutes and she just dancing and singing and dancing and singing i read it in the time magazine yeah It's... so i like you you are engrossed by the fact that because she dances really vigorously and she was singing in her own voice so she got trashed a little bit because people said she can't but the point is she was singing hmm. and she's not wasn't getting breathless yeah she wasn't getting breathless she was dancing like crazy and she's a stunning or at least i find her stunning hmm. and uh, that uh, husband of hers who's a very well known baseball player i think alex rodriguez i think his name is i don't follow baseball so no so he's uh, erod his name is so oh, i heard that yeah name. so he was there and it was quite cute because both the kids were there and the kids when they every time their mother would do like one twirl like that you could see the kids getting really excited and all, but so that performance was really good also it was all the songs we've heard while growing up Jenny from uh, the Jennifer Lopez uh, was not a star when I was growing up I had grown up and I was well I think I was touching 30 when she was That's a star all the nonsense so, I know you must have been growing up when Jennifer no. Lopez <laughs> I had grown up and stepped into middle age yeah rubbish <laughs> but she was so that was one good thing then there was a tribute to Aretha Franklin because Aretha Franklin had died i think the day before the show so this is one thing i find impressive about their shows abroad that even if someone say pops it in the morning they will somehow script it into the show which is a really tightly scripted show and madonna was going to do the tribute the only problem was so i thought i'd miss something because i usually record this so i thought in my recording it's got deleted so i went back forward back forward it was not there her tribute was a 10 minute speech about herself, herself. yes because that's the time magazine actually had yeah. an article saying the best worst and something moments from the vmas and this was like trashed by everybody yeah because it made also it wasn't anything new we all know that madonna had no money when she went to new york we know she's been mugged we know she's been raped she didn't like she really struggled hard yes. also she said all the things that anyone who's and a madonna super talented so and she's super talented so she says i'm madonna bitch like that so that way 
I like the fact that they aren't ashamed of the fact that they are these mega celebrities and they are super talented. But it wasn't an Aretha Franklin tribute; it was a Madonna tribute. Yeah, that's what everyone says. I check actually um, a few things about Aretha Franklin that I learned while mm-hmm. reading this uh, article. One that she used to take her payments in cash uh, because you know black artists were screwed over a lot of times that they yeah. were not paid. So she would actually before she stepped on stage, says, "Give me my money in cash." She'd take it in her bag and she'd be carrying that bag on stage, which had like fifteen, huh. twenty thousand dollars in it, and it was a power thing. And secondly, she has a, a differently abled child, and she hasn't left a will. Forget that. Do you know that when she was fourteen, she had a first. She got pregnant, and she had a child. Like you had a child, then went on to finish studying, then became such a well-known singer. singer. So, and she came from extreme poverty. As mm, usual, sure. like with most of these stories, but uh, I just find that their graph, their career graphs, and their life graphs are so. I'm not surprised you take uh, money what? and care. Are so impressive that they don't. But that's let true for here also. I mean, let's be honest. Even even someone like who we laugh at, Anu Malik, um, huh? uh, while his father was a musician as well, that you know he'd go from door to door trying to show that look, I can do it. Even Bappi Lahiri, the way Bappi Lahiri made yeah, it. So I, I think that that exists. Even someone like Dharmendar or Pran Saab, that generation of artists even in India have very dramatic stories. It is just the generation of uh, current Sanjadat onwards hmm. who've had everything, you know, yeah, yeah, on a platter. But before that, they've been very dramatic stories in India as well. No, so you have to watch Madonna's tribute. Just do it. She mentions her once. Right at the end, she says, and it was Aretha Franklin who gave me the strength. How did she give you this? What are you saying? And she was yeah, dressed because it's in exactly the same being a black woman yeah. in 1940 as it is being a white. Woman. It was just bizarre, <laughs> and no one. I don't think even she knew what she was saying. But I suffered through two and a half hours of that. Also, I don't want to watch another award show for a while now. Okay, so uh, maybe next week we should watch a film, and this time watch the yeah. same one. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Is my diction fine, Rajshree? I'm very not, good. I'm not very slipping good diction. Into... You're sounding like sometimes Suhail says it, sometimes Meekna says it. Am I overdoing it? Yeah, because there's Be- so much enunciation happening because now. Because I did my mouth hex, I said, open your mouth. Is it hurting? Open the door. P-pin. This Pull is the way Baba Segal used to sing. Ba-kin. Okay, come. Sit down. We'll here. move on to the next. Sit down there. What Hello, is this? This Mr. is Anuradha Potwal also used to sing. Chin, chin. Okay. So, um, before we move on to the review of the series that I can't pronounce called... Ghoul. Ghoul. Why is it not Gaul? Because English is not a sensible language. (laughs) Okay. That's how you non-sensible people speak it. But before that, I have a letter. A letter. Uh, Other than the 5 million correct answers that have come, (laughs) there's a letter from Chandan Singh. Chandan Singh says... Yes. Hi, hope everything is fine. <laughs> well, kind of Chandan, like there's a bit of a leak in our office. Our studio's leaking because it rained all night yesterday. But other than that, uh, we're hanging dry. Yo, first of all, sorry, I did not review my message before sending it. Ashok instead of Sanjeev was my mistake done in haste. I'm sorry for pointing that out. Okay. It's, you're not sorry if he said Ashok Kumar and there is an actor called Ashok Kumar. You can't call it <laughs> Sanjeev Kumar, no? It's fine. It wasn't your fault, Rajshree. Can I give an Ashok Kumar trivia, though, in the middle of his letter? Please? It's very good. So, do you know it's very good? I like her. I compliment You're like my Madonna. Own yeah, I'm like Madonna. Not my Madonna. Own trivia. Madonna. Madonna. Hmm. Maybe Madonna. Maybe Madonna. Hmm. Who was that? Anida? No. Alicia. Baba Segal. Alicia Chinai. Are Baba Segal, maybe Madonna was his album. Carry on. Okay, so in... Uh, all of you know that there's a thing called the John Doe kind of case. Like, you know, you use John Doe as the uh, term for, for the those case. those who don't know, if there is 
the opposing party needs to be kept uh, anonymous it's called john doe or if it's not a particular case but a particular person but against a, a person who we don't identify yet hmm. uh, but in india it's called ashok kumar john doe is called ashok kumar but it's not because of the actor ashok kumar yeah yeah i'm sure it is because of it's the not actor. because it, just randomly ashok kumar yes don't just give wrong information <laughs> you do this too often rakshi sen you give wrong information all but the time but it's ashok kumar yeah but it's not named after ashok kumar we don't know we know <laughs> so chandan singh says um ashok instead of sanjeev was my mistake done in haste i must have been in a different state of mind while listening to the question and therefore answering it i admire both the actors work that's why the confusion anyway the answer to this week's question by miss sen is the superhero shivaji rao gaikwad dajni kanth who played the character robert in telugu film ram rahim robert and the note in the last miss sen this question is totally googleable myself have picked it from there the only trick was a superhero part the only <laughs> and the confession i have not watched the film just copied from wiki keep the good work going and if i may suggest watch gogul on flix i have started watching it and looks nice and ye meri family on tvf play which i have completed it is well made and can be nostalgic for the one who grew up in the 90s chandan subscriber first of all chandan thank you for subscribing second of all chandan you have provided the silver lining to rashi sen's dark cloud <laughs> everyone got her answer right except you <laughs> you got it wrong and, and then showed off after that and Very showed off you made the google actually it is not ram rahim <laughs> robert it's not uh, superhero sivaji rao's rajnikanth film and she didn't add the superhero just to throw you off but by the end of the podcast we'll tell you the right answer rashri sen please yes what are we discussing <laughs> ghoul we are discussing ghoul so did you watch ghoul i did so is the director indian he has a uh, patrick graham is a british writer director oh okay so why why do we need a britisher to direct because this because we are like we like the british okay if it wasn't for them we'd have no railways we'd have no ghoul like we'd that we'd have no brown sahib we'd have no brown sahib also people you'll have to stop getting upset about my name people keep tweeting rajshri what's wrong no. with rajshri rajshri i think they're getting Obinandun. upset because you keep claiming abhinandan is a bengali name which But is also true. wrong information abhinandan this cons- i have got from your family you're consistent with your lies on this podcast <laughs> it is not a bengali name yes, so patrick graham has uh, directed this and he's written this ghoul is the new netflix original show it's a three part uh, series which stars radhika apte in the key role now phantom films is one of the producers which is why vikramaditya motwani and anurag kashyap have been promoting it now the thing is that it was promoted as a horror suspense kind of right. thingy which it is no i did not find it i think i was more horrified by how bad it was but mm. i don't i was not horrified otherwise sach kya hai molvi wo cell mein wo kya hai arbi dastano mein का जिक्र है आपके सेल में कैद अली सईद इंसान नहीं हम वो कैसे हैं गुल है so it's set in today's india sort of yes because fact, yeah yeah it is today's india and she radhika apte is this young muslim woman 
who we know she's a Muslim woman because she's wearing a burqa, so we can't be confused and about that. And her name that. is Nida. And her name is Nida. And she and her father, her father is a professor. They are traveling by car. And there's a lot of commentary on today's politics on uh, cow... What do we do with the cows? Vigilantism. I'm going to say eat the cows. You don't cow. lynch the cow. They no, are lynching the people who are accused of eating beef. But spoiler alert, my review will have a couple of spoilers. So just letting you know, it's you okay. might want to skip. Yeah. Hmm. If you want, we'll tell you what point to skip. So just keep fast forwarding a little bit, little bit. But uh, anyway, so it's about she joins this uh, police. What is it? That wing it's, she yeah, joined. It's, it's, it's a special interrogation. Adva- she's in the advanced interrogation department of the military. So yeah, that's uh, it's who like Quantico without Priyanka Chopra, but with Radhika Apte and with a demon. So it's like that. So it's a three episode. It's three hours long. It took me a long time to get through three episodes, which is shocking by my standards because I can pretty much sit through a lot of crap but when you're trying to be not crap and saying it's more intelligent and all I just so it rides on this thing of the ghoul or jinns and demons and that is part of a major part of the premise of this show yeah in fact I thought there'd be reference to jinns because I remember there was this one song uh, which Ravina Tandon and I think Chiranjeevi had done with the reference to jinns Jins. Do you remember it? Yes, I remember that. You remember that song? That they might as well. It would have been more fun. Yeah. So this uh, one, I have to say, it is true that Radhika Apte is always upset. In each, whatever film, show she does, she's not happy. Someone give her a happy role also because I think even she must be fed up of looking intense and angry like about Preeti everything. Like Preeti was always... Bubbly. This time, my role is very different. I play very bubbly and happy-go-lucky girl. But this time, I'm not from Bombay. This time, I'm from Shimla. Ha. Next, Next time, film, Pakistan. Oh, it's very different. This time, I'm actually from Punjab. So it's very different. I'm bubbly, happy-go-lucky girl in Pakistan. So she does different communities different. at least. Ha. She's an intense, angst-ridden girl. But this time, she's not from... She is not from what this was time the she's last Muslim. One? Last time she was Hindu. Yeah, that was the difference. Mm. Yeah, last time also she was crime wing in yeah. uh, this mm. thing, sacred game. So at least different profession to give her. But it's essentially about this interrogation cell. We won't say who else went to that interrogation cell. It's what happens there. It is also about being stuck in this place where there is no, pretty much no escape even from the people who are the interrogators and what space and time can do, what games it can play with your mind. But it did not scare me one. It has a lot of the demon jumping out. These people are becoming, their eyes are becoming totally black. Like, please, yeah, fuck it. Hmm. Like, Fuck it, I've decided to be like Abhinandan and use bad oh, language. Bad language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you know how much I disliked it. All your uh, Bhadra Lok bongs will be very upset that you're becoming like this crass Punjabi. I I hmm? like crass Punjabis. Really? I have a soft spot for crass no Punjabi. Taste. No, but uh, I did think the guy who plays the first villain, the first guy who comes in to be interrogated, one, I think he's very nice looking and two, he acted well but it's all acting where everyone's intense so there's no range of emotions yeah. as such he just has to look like poker faced into the distance yeah. which I can also do that role <laughs> like that you can do that no, you're not looking intense you're looking a little demented <laughs> don't do that with the eyes you're scaring me yeah just get a cross and, and put it throw some holy water on her so I did you get scared uh, no, I didn't get scared but Rajshri Sen uh, one a bit rich coming from the person who dragged me to watch a film which basically you might as well have just Potoed some tatti on the screen and made me watch it. 
I have no fuck. I don't remember the name. What was the story? Some shit, some child and mother and something comes. We saw something. You have taken me for two horrors, and it is the most dirty genre. So no. I don't know why people make horrors. So A, B. I'm sounding like so ill set now. Actually, A, B. B. Okay. Um, I actually thought a lot of people were very unfair to Ghoul, Gaul, whatever. Ghoul. Why? Because I think it's a fantastic concept conceptually, as in at the lower okay. layer of what it's exploring that inner demons that how we are demons. In fact, the climax scene where spoiler alert. She blows the brains out of the colonel. Ah, you've given the full. But thing. I said a spoiler alert. Where she <laughs> she says she says that um, you are a demon, and there she could be referring to either the real ghoul yeah. or you know in uniform the kind of excesses we do. I think it was brilliant in terms of creating this dystopian world where just being a Muslim gets you profiled. I think there are some states in India which are quite close to it. I would say. UP is quite close to that Yogi Adityanath's UP. So politically, it made a phenomenal, important, and timely comment. So as political commentary, it's brilliant. I think the basic screw up was, and I think the production design is awesome. Uh, you know the person who said that we should give some technical aspects. The production design, I mean, the sets, the setting, the world it creates is a very convincing world, and it doesn't go off uh, into any it's other space. It's by Vinti Bansal and Tia Tejpal. Uh, oh, she did the so production yeah, design is them. outstanding, and the sound design I think is outstanding. It's awesome sound design. Music was good, but sound and yeah, the okay. overall, but uh, the big screw up is um, you should not show the ghoul. You know, had they so I'll give you a reference to uh, just finish what you're saying, then I'll tell you about a good like what it could have been this show. Yeah, so basically once you've shown me the ghoul that he has these sharp teeth and he becomes with eyes black and all then I'm not fucking scared. Then it's just stupid. Uh so I think that kind of screwed it up, but it did keep me hooked. I did want to watch the end unlike Rajshree and many other people yeah. who didn't. And the worst thing you can do is this whole sudden movement thing, you know that Silently, someone goes. Suddenly, someone turns around, <laughs> and you know it's going to happen. Yeah, dude, that has been done since the fucking nineteen, like whenever Pierre Lumiere brothers used, used to, to do it. it. Don't yeah. do that in bloody twenty eighteen. And that Netflix. ghoul space is the Ramsey brothers Bhutani space where it cracks and all. I just want to say. Now the what you should watch is under the shadow. I had asked you to watch this. I reviewed it. In fact. Uh, a few episodes back Under the Shadow is on Netflix it is a film which is set in 1988 during Iran-Iraq war right it's the you mentioned setting it. of it is this woman is left with her her husband goes he's a doctor and he has to go off to another place out of the country basically mm-hmm. so and he tells her you have to shift out from the city you have to go to the town because there's bombing happening at that point and she it's a young woman she must be in her early 30s she's there with her daughter in this flat and it's what space the same thing she's stuck in this flat in this building and there's the concept of jinns that they have mm. and what how her mind is just unraveling yeah. and all the they could have done and that and so beautifully it again it didn't scare the shit out of me or anything but what a well made and you don't see you do see like i won't watch under the shadow because it's so well made and it's got these moments but that is the same it's sort of a similar concept of what your fears can do to you and what your paranoia what the world outside can do to you when you're locked in a place but i don't know i think they just went a little overboard over but here. i think um in the case of ghoul uh, an interesting demographic it's a social experiment uh, mm. 
would be that people who have been part of interrogating suspects yeah and uh, we can keep saying that everybody in india knows how interrogations yeah, happen yeah. they don't follow any geneva convention they follow no convention no human rights i mean it's a free for all and people die in inter- interrogations it'd be interesting to see how people who have been part of interrogations would react to this film i think many of them would be scared shitless yeah <laughs> could be <laughs> but it would have been interesting had they kept it ambiguous till the end that yeah. is the ghoul a real uh, you know out of the world kind of creature or is it something in us that makes yeah. us so that's what under the shadow does really well you never really know what is reality and what isn't and you definitely don't see these demons staring in you in the face but i will still recommend people to watch ghoul i if for nothing else just for the political statement it makes so watch ghoul and then watch under the shadow Rashi sir would like to read an email from Yeah a- yeah we've just got one a little while back from Pallavi and I'm going to read it purely because the first line is so loving it says so hello rajshree and abhinandan it is unbelievable the amount of shit you guys talk <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> I do not listen to this podcast often but I am amazed at how consistent you are in talking shit on this podcast week after week. The, this consistency is commendable. Thank you Pallavi. Thank you. Thank you. Rajeshree I love you but I just could not understand last week's question at all. I am curious to see if any of your listeners understood the question. Leave alone answering it correctly though i hate to agree with abhinandan i have to say i just cannot bear to watch cooking shows especially the ones with famous celebrated chefs i am also unable to fathom why anyone would like to watch such shows the only cooking show i watched briefly was chakli india kacha rasta because in this one the model turned chef aditya bal mostly cooked outdoors uh, in uh, chula i was hooked to the program because Aditya was unpretentious and explored the colorful and robust rural passage of our country. I agree with Abhinandan again. You've written this mail. Pallo. Look what you've done. Pallo. You created one email ID and then you have this thing. I agree with Abhinandan again. I find Radhima really attractive. Though I would, this is definitely written by Abhinandan. I find Radhima really attractive though I would never ever want to meet her. I also find her oozing with feminine sexual energy which... <laughs> It intrigues me endlessly. <laughs> Respect you guys for doing such a difficult job. Watching all the below-average pop culture stuff can be excruciating. It always makes me smile when you guys talk about your rare experience of walking out of a film. I have walked out of films innumerable times. I believe life is too short for a bad film. Please take concrete steps to make the podcast more interesting, both for yourselves and for the listeners. Thank you, love, and all the best. Pallavi Pallavi I don't it's like you know you hate us you love us you hate us you love I'm just so confused it's Pallavi, like most of my relationships I don't know what's happening over here Pallavi I hope you're a subscriber <laughs> and for those of you who aren't subscribers let me just tell you how to subscribe uh, if you have discovered news laundry through this podcast then hmm. you will need to know if you already know us then you might already know but you go to www.newslaundry.com and there's a big button that says subscribe you click on that and you can pay uh, uh, you know there are three categories of payments you pay and then you get access to some of our paywall content like the other podcast hafta because we survive on subscriber money and not advertiser money therefore 
to do a better job like Pallavi wants us to do. Mm-hmm. We will have to buy more tickets and watch more films <laughs> and have a better studio. So do subscribe because without your support, it is very difficult for us to go on continuing to do you know good quality work yeah okay this next email is from divya dear rachna bhinandan you both are doing a crackling job at the ana podcast it's lovely and a weekly must for me well divya pallavi begs to disagree so there yo <laughs> though it's interesting that the asia argento report made it to your discussion even though you guys did not talk about the sexual harassment sc- scandal plaguing the malayalam film industry perhaps it's not too late to mull over it as i feel it's important to raise these work environment issues particularly it's nice to see big men women out west being held accountable but what about india you're right divya especially malayalam film industry has even bigger men like mohan lal he's from malayalam yeah. film industry he's the biggest man <laughs> like if he if he sat on fire fast we'd all die and abhinandan i'm going to take a shot at trying to convince you that the gay graduate student at nyu was harassed you see as a phd student you are the at the mercy of your advisor mm. they can ruin your career because they have the because they are the only person that matter and tenured professors have sweeping powers they are untouchable one is also probably starstruck too when one begins you take it for a while before you actually would protest you and i can argue why he slept with her but i'm sure at the moment he was probably extremely confused as to what on earth was going on how vengeful could she be if, if he had said no anyway in academia a quiet movement is unfolding in the aftermath of me too lots of high profile successful professors are losing face and positions thanks to a long string of accusers i plan to write on this hopefully soon anyway keep up the banter it's great fun regards divya ps please pass them to rajshree and for the record i'm unfortunately have zero interest in the question you guys asked <laughs> yes divya thank you for the mail thank you for trying to explain it to me uh, just one clarification i don't deny that the guy was harassed i find a guy's accusation that he was sexually harassed a little difficult to kind of buy oh. yes harassment is sexually harassed by a woman or even by a man why anyway. kevin spacey is all his yeah even that is fine like i, I don't want to get into that we've discussed oh. that way too often on this yeah so rajshree sen tell us how the film that you watched was called alpha 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 magnandes i would not have said alpha okay i just want you to know in 15 years i look like him because my hair is curly you are going to you also have to eat uh, mohan lal eat mohan <laughs> oh you look like him and suhil How but nice. for both to look like both you'll have, have to, to eat far more than mohan lal lal eat mohan lal yeah, you Finished. eat mohan lal slowly huh. <laughs> so i went to watch this film called alpha which i strongly recommend to everyone please go watch it take your children to watch it take other people's children to watch it is that right it is so good i really did not so it's set in uh, first i'll tell you who's directed it it's directed by albert hughes and albert hughes has also written it's based on a uh, story which he had written and um it is about it set 20000 years ago before during cro-magnon times so one thing i learned though during this film is that it's not cro-magnums as an m-a-g-n-magnum yeah n-u-m it's magnon so Cro-Mag- i don't know what either of those Cro-Magnon, things are uh, prehistoric man oh i see so one of the paleolithic cro-magnon and so, so when on. they were only crows and no Shut man hmm. so it's cro-magnon man's time they don't speak english obviously and uh the story is how dogs came to be in our lives because dogs That's are essentially oh, oh, keep quiet essentially domesticated wolves 
and it is stop making a face abhinandan kicks dogs and all i want people <laughs> to know total i have dogs as pets and i love all animals <laughs> including <laughs> cats i don't and i just so he's making a face because he's thinking oh which dog will i run over next that kind of thing but anyway getting back to the film now it's about this tribe who stays in what would become europe and they go out on their hunt so the way it used to work was during summer they'd go out and they'd kill a uh, bison hmm. because that meat would last forever so this tribe goes out and one of the tribe gets left behind for the simple reason that he gets i won't say what happens but something happens and he gets left behind and he meets this wolf so uh, they go on this hunt and then they meet this he meets this wolf and what happens and how the but what is fabulous about this film is one the cinematography so it's a lot like revenant the hmm. landscapes hmm. and it's like revenant but without leonardo dicaprio and that bear there's a boy we don't know and there's a wolf and the landscapes are beautiful it's just both of them it's a language we don't understand so I found it amazing that they actually got someone. So unlike in Hindi, what was that film we saw? Chennai Express. They were hmm. speaking a different language. Hmm. Remember? Yeah. Over here, they got an associate professor of anthropology in Canada. She created a language. Isn't Harry Potter that did that? No. Yeah. So she's the same person who also. Lord of the Rings. Sorry. Yeah. Did she that. created a language for uh, the fictional language used in Man of Steel and Krypton. Hmm. on the planet krypton and she also created a language for power rangers the film the language they speak some of the hmm. people that's a proper so it does make sense the language so she worked on this language and they did but i just think you should watch it purely because one it's a very beautiful story it's not sentimental so there's no like soppy and the wolf is not a nice wolf and all that nonsense it is just beautifully shot and it's a short film it's one and a half hours you're done nice but i have not cried this much in a long time you know, i was I, asked to stop crying at one point i will i, I will say that uh, you cry more when dogs die than when humans do i just find that such a high class thing high class thing yeah, you know have you seen mard where who was the heroine Mard? in Mard the film where she is more concerned about oh lavaris sorry <laughs> about her dog than it's a madam apne kutte se to tum bahut wo but have you seen teri meherbaniya with that black labrador and jackie did you who cry in that was in every film that did labrador did you cry in teri meherbaniya no i cried that i was watching teri meherbaniya <laughs> the dog dies na so i thought maybe you cried there also Anyway, no, but I would strongly recommend this. Please go and watch it. Watch it to see also how well they've made the film is shot beautifully. Absolutely. All right. And so, you learn to love animals, which is something. Thank you so much. You all need to learn to love animals, right? <laughs> okay, then. I save my love for human beings for the fellow human. That also, though, you don't love human beings. Of course, I love all people from across. I mean, even Bengalis. Can you imagine even that? Even Bengalis, so, really now, huh? Quickly, um, you know, this there was a Twitter. I don't want to spend too much time on it on reality shows. There's a Twitter thread that kind of went viral. Yeah. And um, it's by this guy called Nishant Kaushik, and he says his horrible experience of in 2012 when he went for Indian Idol. So uh, I don't want to discuss this too much because a a Twitter thread is not credible for me, and this is all that's wrong with the world. Um, with fake news, just because someone rants on Twitter doesn't make it true. I honestly, having been a television producer, I think a lot of what he's saying is completely unbelievable. 
I mean, it's like those guys are out of the way trying to hum- humiliate uh, contestants. So I don't think I'll they would do that. I'll give you some. So, I mean, I just, I know it went viral, but unless this has gone through journalistic filters and editorial filters, I will treat it as a Twitter rant, which is not very credible in my view. So Mini Mathur, who was the host of the show in 2012, made a statement saying that the lengths to which a production house will go to get drama drama is is shocking and said I just wanted because people asked her to comment on it so she said yes the lengths to which they will go is shocking I do know and I'd written about this when uh, Sony TV had put out an ad asking for four year olds to take part in a reality show mm. and I spoke to people who made reality shows which are Indian Idol basically and this other one uh, something Ustad it was called there was this blind contestant it's a young boy, 11-year-old boy. They kept making him sing. Like, you know, okay, do your trial, do your mm. trial, do it. Till his voice, by the evening, his voice had cracked. And he started crying, understandably. And they videotaped the whole thing and they showed it on the show. So they do do horrible things. Yeah, and this is by a producer of the sure, show. I'm not me. saying they don't do horrible things. I'm talking about the specific yeah. accusations in this Twitter timeline. To me, they seem unrealistic. The yes. slapping and all that. Are, they, a lot are of, they exploitative hmm. reality shows? Yes, they are. Do reality shows try to squeeze out tears? Yes, they do. Do news anchors try to squeeze out tears? Yes, yes they do as well. Yeah. Um, I know some of the biggest names in television hmm. news and the most credible try to do this drama and they want the person they're interviewing yeah. to cry. Um, and we've seen that happen. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I just find a Twitter rant huh, that not sh- a credible... So I would discount this by 50%. That is my point. Huh, okay. Could be. But, but reality I, shows suck. Yes, yeah. I agree. I think reality shows demonstrate the worst in us as creators, as consumers of content, as those advertisers who back such products... But yet, they are the biggest drivers of money. So that tells you a lot about our species. Speaking of reality shows, Kamal Hassan is the uh, host of, like he is Amitabh Bachchan of Big Boss, Tamil. Amitabh Bachchan doesn't do Big Boss, so I don't know. He used to do Big really? Boss, of I course. What are you saying? Three years. Are you serious? Yeah, but they were all very decent in front of him. Everyone oh. stopped screaming and all out of fear that... Hmm. Then we have to answer to Amitabh Bachchan. But Salman Khan, they are like, he ran over some people. What are we doing? We just slapped her. <laughs> That's like that. So, so uh, Kamal Hassan made it a point to say, this is not Big Boss Hindi. Hmm. So I will not, so you can't behave badly over here. And he said, this is not Salman's Big Boss Hindi, I think. And uh, there's no violence will not be allowed. But... He's got a lot of flag because they keep doing these uh, games and all, right? Like you'll play that some, whatever you don't, I watched and and reviewed it Mm. as well. So every week they'll do, people will, like you'll have some skit or the other. So over here they had something about dictators and all. And Kamal Hassan said, well, we all know how dictators end up, don't we? And he was referring to Jaya Lalitha. Are you <laughs> there was serious? a lot of no flag in the same article and I have the link to the article there. So he I don't didn't actually say it. No, he didn't, but so he said you know how dictators end up. He could have meant Hitler. <laughs> I don't think he did. But it to me, Big Boss is just horrible across the board, whichever state it's being okay. done in. Before we wind up with the any the artist you yeah. just had something to say, uh, I'll just quickly read this one mail from Ashish Kothyari. 
डियर राजश्री वन सजेशन प्लीज नॉट गिव आउट क्वेश्चन दर आर इजली गूगलेबल द आंसर टू योर क्वेश्चन इज राम रहीम रॉबर्ट आर द फर्स्ट पेरेंट्स ऑफ सुपर हीरो शिवा बोला I googled Ram Rahim Robert superhero the following link came up on the first page of the search <laughs> but it's the sixth one i want to know i also have some comments regarding abhinand's view on sexual harassment cases involving professor vitchel ronnell and her phd students since abhinand probably has never been a phd student himself what makes you think right? ashish that i'm not dr abhinand do, <laughs> do i been. do i give out an this illiterate even i stood up for you illiterate vibe i, I think i have a vibe that just the degree bini hasil ki ha huh? if anyone Maybe wants it's to addiction if if people want to see my degree i can always say why should i show it you might i modi ji hasn't needed to show his degree why should Neither i that has mamta banerjee no one shows why should i show degree why I'm, should i, I show degree especially when you say it like that i have phd call me doctor mr ashish Anyway, since Abhinand probably has never been a PhD student himself, he does not recognize the severity of this case. As a PhD candidate who is close to completing his PhD, I can say this: that you cannot take a panga with your PhD supervisor. This is not an Indian phenomena, uh, as you are trying to insinuate. To give an example of Duranacharya, actually, I wasn't saying it's an Indian phenomena, but yeah, okay, I get what you're saying, hmm. right? But this is the problem all over the world. This is because you require your supervisor's guidance throughout your PhD and also his her recommendation if you want to apply for a postdoc position or if you directly want a job just after completing your PhD. a bad relationship with your phd supervisor will cause problems for you down the road this puts the phd supervisor in a position of power and if your supervisor demands any sort of sexual favor i think such an act is comparable to any case of sexual harassment coming from the corporate work or the recent case how once and anyway keep the good word thanks ashish thanks ashish also i noticed you're a subscriber so ashish clearly you doing your phd because brilliant people like you will know that you should subscribe and illiterates like me will try to be muhat khor so any of you who are listening try to be like ashish and not like abhinandan Rajshree Sen, you had something to say about some artist. Art. What no. What happened with art, Rajshree Sen? So they. We are also going to discuss art in the awful and yeah. awesome entertainment. Don't right? underestimate us. Mm. So, you know that there's an artist. I'm forty or arty. Okay. Thank God you said that and didn't flip it Obviously around. Obviously, you're bong. I'm Punjabi. Yeah. I can't be arty, na. A tam also. We'll give you some, but the tam blood is like diluted by the this thing. By the this thing. First of well, all. <laughs> Read a thesaurus, learn words. Okay, listen to me. Or go to, to Trump and learn lots of good words. Okay, big words, Best wondrous words. words. Hmm. So uh, there's an artist called Anish Kapoor. He does art installations. So he doesn't do paintings. Next Rosco. Oh, now so it's all making sense to me. Anish Kapoor, much like Subodh Gupta, which I'm sure there is some thought behind it. Subodh Gupta does like many, many steel urns. Bhartan banata hai. Pande Bhartan one on top of each other. He doesn't. I just wanted to know. It's not like he's sitting and welding them. Hmm. He has workers. Hmm. He gives them the design. Then he goes overseas. Hmm. Says chamka do ye and all that. So, but it's art and it sells for a lot. And it's impressive the first time you see it. Some of it is really oh, Subodh impressive. Subodh Gupta, Ashwin, yeah, Anish Kapoor. Yeah, Subodh Gupta. Hmm. Does also the first time you hmm. see it, but after that it's like please yeah it's utensils. Coffee, coffee, burden over. Huh. Hmm. Anish Kapoor had this beautiful exhibition at I think it was at Bikaner House, uh, or was it the Delhi Art Gallery, whichever one. That was stunning. Some of his art is last really, year. Last year it was really stunning. It hmm. was worth going for. But there's been a problem. Hmm. Anish Kapoor in 1992 he had made this piece called Descent into Limbo. Hmm. When you look at it, it looks like a hole in the ground. Hmm. Like it's a hole. The only problem is it is also a hole. So he had bought this paint. I've forgotten what it's called oh, now. Oh, the super black. Is, I remember. Yeah, I read super. about it. Vanta black. It Vanta is, yeah, black. So it's that, black. Yeah, yeah, that it absorbs hmm. light. Whatever it is. Whatever. Cons ke dil se bhi kala tha. Now say. Cons. Cons. Who's a cons? Cons. Who's a cons? 
Concho. Who's Concho? Tell me. Kans. Who's he? Same person I'm talking about. Tell me about. who he is. One of the uh, mythological He's characters. He's Krishna Bhagwan's mama. Illiterate. Oh, I know. I know. Mm, okay, I'm, carry on. Mm. What to do now? Okay, so anyway, there's this hole that he made. It's a 2.5 meter deep hole. But nobody realized it was deep. Someone fell into it in the museum in Porto, Portugal. And uh, had to be taken to the hospital. And I think the person, okay, was only injured but has mm. not died. Now when art starts hurting you like this, <laughs> I feel it's cause for worry. So you were making fun of the concept of a hole in the ground being art? Yeah, I do think that it's not art. I think it's illusion. We'll, we'll discuss this later. I'll explain art to you. I think oh, you have to understand art to really... But I'm not surprised he's a Dosco. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Because he's the best at what he does, right? Of course. That's what I meant. He's the he's the most well-known and best-respected Indian artist Peter in the world. Peter Mukherjee is from... He's also June. Dosco. I'm just, he's also the best, <laughs> he's at, also what the best at what he does. Best murderer. Best murderer. <laughs> <laughs> then who else? Y'all have lots. You we have, won't get into it. Have, it's a long... You have no... Illustrious. You have no heart. <laughs> Finally, I'll end with one email from Nirmal Nandkumar. Um, hi guys, great show. The answer to Rajshri's question is Shiva Kansa. Of course, everyone's got the question, so course, I won't even go to <laughs> On Avinanda's food show, he says, I mostly watch food sh- and travel shows and cooking, and not cooking shows. Homp was my favorite. Thank you so much. You know, because <laughs> I'm sure it had something to do with the fact that I had made it. But uh, uh, <clears throat> shows like that give us a glimpse into the food of different regions. Anthony Bordet is known as a racial another favorite. Others to mention are Peter Kuruvita, Andrew Zimmerman, yeah. and Rick Stein. River Cottage. So, what he's saying is he likes food shows that travel, but not. My question is food shows that are just cooking, where you are in the kitchen and you are basically Vyanjan Banareo. I, I don't understand. But anyway, thanks, Nirmal. And also, we have an email from uh, another uh, listener. Mm-hmm. Sat- in this week's podcast, Mr. Sacred Memory of the Old Cooking Shows, a clueless anchor winging it through the whole episode by continually asking questions to the actual chef and repeating his her answers. I, I remember this one. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, that's what we have this week. So, first, Rachi, why don't you tell us how many people and who all got the answer to last week's question, which is easy Only Google-able. four people. I'm just saying. Okay. Balaji. Ashish Kothari, Siva Satyendra Sahu, that's his full name. Nirmal Nandakumar got the answer correct. Uh, Chandan did not get the answer correct, but mm. it was a good answer, mm. I must say. A for effort. And uh, thank you for getting the answer correct. So I'm not going to ask a question this time. Do you have a question, Mr. Sekri? Uh, Abhi, you do have a question. So I'll give you this week's question because uh, mine tend not to be Googleable. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, so there was a famous Indian singer who reportedly used to cover mm. his tea with his saucer, his cup of tea with a saucer. And that was a code to his secretary to not give a date to the producer who he was negotiating with, who was sitting there. Mm. Who was this singer and what was the reason that he did this? As legend has it, you can send in your responses and answers to contact at newslaundry.com. In the subject line, please write awful and awesome so that you don't confuse with hafta mails. Send us your feedback. Do subscribe because we need your money to keep ourselves afloat uh, because we do not take advertising. Uh, Although we could tie up as podcast partners in the next like Salman Khan film, Rajshri, then you'd have to say nice thing with Salman. Can you do that? I can say as long as he's not in a car. 
It's fine by me. <laughs> but that's a, that's why you you'll never be on the pavement, so you don't have to worry. You never know huh? outside their house. So um, and you can leave your abuse on Rajshri sense Twitter course. timeline. Please do. Oh, I want a special mention to Mrinal Prem who said who called for me to be gang raped. If anyone knows Mrinal Prem, because I wrote an article on Jaggi Vasudev and it went uh, we tweeted about it. So so Mrinal Prem, since you give such a wonderful commentary on Twitter, do write to us at contact at newslaundry dot com uh, and and say special request. Yeah. And then I'll get in touch with you, and you know we can um, make life good for you, yeah. Uh, yeah, and don't delete your Twitter and Facebook account after writing things like this, just because we complain to the police. Arey, yar, have some balls, baby. Anyway, now, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Sikri. Thank you, Miss Sen. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hold up. 